welcome to That's My Pick! No Cell Entertainment's weekly fantasy draft podcast, and this week, I'm in charge. Ooh. Thank you. I, I expect nothing less than that. But this week, we're going to be drafting wrestling moments. That's right. Hopefully, all of you have done your research. I've only got one moment. Corey's done 30, down, how many years? 30 years? Yeah, you, I didn't have to do research. Yeah, I know. You don't, you're good. <laughs> you, you're just going to like, ah, I don't know. Corey oh, woke up, ooh. research done. Yep. yep. <laughs> good to go. like, <clears throat> so let me introduce you day. to your no-so crew. First, she runs this place. She is the producer. We're in a relationship. <laughs> it's producer Zen! Welcome to the show. No arms, I see. Okay. Next, he's No Cell's living legend, Mike Poople. Hi, everybody. Hey, Joe, you want to get that door? It's a little drafty in here. Got it. Devin Dolrig. Put some respect on my name. Respect? Real name. Do you want me to ask you a question as well? No gimmick. Suck. I seen it. And let's not forget, fighting out of Springfield, Oregon, representing the murder, death, kill gang, Eastern Block Club, Good brother, gang affiliated, murder, death, kill all fucking day. The man, the king, Corey fucking Mac. Murder, M-D-K. death, kill. M-D-K. Yeah. M-D-K. I once stared down New Jack. Ooh. Oh shit. That's 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 legit there, huh? He wasn't looking. <laughs> he was asleep. <laughs> so it counts. It's a it's a. Fantasy draft. We're going to be doing wrestling moments. What type of draft is this? Serpentine. Thank you. So I get to pick the order since I am commander in chief. I get to. I get. To, I'm going to veto whatever I feel like. Hey, Ric Flair. Woo! You're fired. fired. <laughs> <laughs> We're all going to be fired by the end of the podcast. <laughs> Woo! You're fired. <laughs> you bring in, you're fired. You're fired. He's going to bring in Triple A to replace producers. Then. <laughs> what you guys? You're fired. So I'm in charge. So I'm picking the draft order this week. And this week, I will be starting it off with Zen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anger. Or do you want to go first, Zen? Yeah, I'll go first. Okay, okay. Zen goes first. She's like, what the fuck? Two. Uh, I'll go two. Three. Booble. Yeah. Oh, Joe looked to device soul. <laughs> that was a fucking swerve. <laughs> swerve, bro. Great pump fake uh, shit out of me. Four, Devin, and then Corey, Aww. you get you get the back to back. Because you 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 just like going back to back, so I, you, know, you you did last week. Too so Cali, Cali. he's like LeBron, twenty twelve, twenty thirteen. Go. <laughs> so you guys ready? I'll Always, I was born this way. I'll take that as a yes. So Zen, hit that music. All right, Zen, you are up first with the first pick. So Zen. What you got? My first pick is going to be a moment probably only I am a fan of. Oh. It is the 1999 Royal Rumble. The number 30 entrance, China. Uh, I remember marking out so hard when this moment happened. China was... An amazing uh, manager and was a force to be reckoned with in the middle of all of the women that were just there for TNA. (coughs) 
So it was nice to see China be in that power role. I mean, it didn't work out for her because she immediately got eliminated, but uh, it was a good moment in the long run and set her up for some future pops. And you can listen about that uh, at com. Oh, well, thank you for that, oh, Pop. <laughs> Solid choice, I believe. Yeah. I, man, uh, I didn't even think about that. I think my first that was a crazy naughty moment. dream was about China for some reason. Very nice. I remember it t- vividly to this day. Go and I was on. pretty young, too. Very Go nice. Uh, my grandparents have a freestanding fireplace in their house. Hold on. This is weird. This is weird how fucking turn. weird. Hold on. Where is this going? This is Do weird. Hold on. Fireplace and yes, I, that was the portal. I oh swear to God. God I swear already. to God. This is a portal to China's bedroom. Oh I God. swear to God. I had this dream as a child. There's still place there? Uh, no, oh, Xbox oh yeah. was there. Oh. But he <laughs> let me in the back door. But so. Mac was out the back door wondering why it wasn't him. <laughs> um. <laughs> no, I swear to God. I remember this. I wasn't even. I don't think I hit puberty yet. I don't even, I don't even know you why. Did that I night. Remember That's what amazing. happened? <laughs> that, how old would you be in 1999? <laughs> well, no. It was, this was after. Okay, this was after that. I this was, was probably, live. This <laughs> was probably in the early 2000s, but still. I was like probably, yeah, I was, I was young enough to not know what the fuck just happened. Why wow. do I feel this way? Not only is that awesome, but I promise I will not sexualize your next pick. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Zen's like, it was all about women positivity. Devin's like, I wanted to fuck China. Yeah, my, I, dream. I my first wet dream was to China. <laughs> yeah. I mean, thanks, Devin. <laughs> Talk yeah. about empowerment. Women empowerment. She's the first woman in the Rumble. She, she empowered me. You know. First woman that got uh, Devin off. Also, uh oh, oh god. Same thing, which is odd. What? I had this dream in this. In, no, close. Mark Henry. Guys, it was Tommy Dreamer. Um, Tommy. Tommy. <laughs> so this happened at my grandparents' house. Fast forward like ten years. I, I'm going through my grandpa's shit because I live up, upstairs. Go on. Right? Oh. I'm living at his Whoa. house now, and I'm just like going through old pictures and stuff. Oh. And he, I find his Playboy stash that he had for my grandma. Very nice. Front cover, it's China. It was the China edition. It was weird. Very nice. And then he found out that I found it because I was like 13. They made me burn it. <laughs> just pissed. The pages were all stuck together. I couldn't even open it. So. All right. I guess I'm up. That's a hell of a beginning <laughs> to this. Well, I wanna, yeah, women empowerment. It's always sunny at No Cell. It's always yeah. sunny on No Cell Entertainment. Wow. <laughs> women empowerment already down the drain. All right. That was literally fucked up, Devin. Literally. Well, literally. So I am I going to go <laughs> with my with my first pick. I am going to go with Undertaker losing at Mania for the first time. It's on my list. Off the list it comes. Yep. I I can I remember the room. We all thought it was a botch. Yep. We all thought what was happening. We we didn't talk. We were all stunned. And you were like the guy in front row. <laughs> we were the guy like in the front row. We were like, what is happening? And we just kept thinking it was a botch. Something has to happen. But once they put twenty one and one up. And he just laid well, there and brought the background. Giggled. Paul's face was like, "Did they fuck up?" He was like, "Oh my god!" He sold it so well because well. he's like standing there, like, "Uh, now what?" <laughs> mm-hmm. Just like you, I can vividly remember everything. I remember like where I was. And I, watched I that was over at Boogles, yeah, and we we were like, we're sitting on his couch. We were paying attention to the match because it kind of sucked because he we, we didn't know he got a concussion. But yeah. he gets yep. like, the match just started kind of blowing. Mm-hmm. 
And so we're watching, and then all of a sudden there's a three count, and both of us were dead silent. And we both immediately started making excuses. Like, that was a botch on the ref, right? He's fired. Somebody. There's, fired. Yeah. You're fired. <laughs> Somebody got Next fired. Next Nope. Right. There's no way that <laughs> meant to happen. Uh, but no, sure enough, Vince made the decision. We we were in the room. Uh, and uh, Taker's a Vince guy, so whatever he wants goes. The world shit on it at the time. They were like, Brock doesn't need the win. Fuck, did that make him bigger he or not? Did. He needed the win. He, he needed, needed the win, win after the um, after the Triple H bullshit the year uh-huh. before. But we were in the room with Jeff Mack. Oh, and oh, God. Said, oh, God. Did he cry? He didn't talk rest, like for a while. He just sat. He sat on the couch and just kind of like, that was his sacred cow. It, it, mm-hmm. was, it was, he just sat on the couch, and I think he didn't talk for, like, what, maybe two more matches, maybe a match and a half. And then he was like, it was the silence of a generation. Huh. You know. <laughs> that pop, Corey. <laughs> uh, like many of you, I remember exactly. That guy silent? That moment. But you can read more uh, about that day in the new uh, uploaded, well, I would need to upload it to Kai Sensei. By the time you're hearing this. You didn't go with the COVID one? No. I want to know his. (laughs) Nah, fuck it. The Undertaker one was long. It put Zen to sleep. Talks about that day. So obviously that's the one that should get burned out. Dead man walking. (laughs) It was good. It was really good. Uh, Bring a snack. But it does talk about that day and just Ooh. how we all sat there. I mean, I remember we were in this room. Striker was here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ricky was here. Yep. Ricky old, was laying on the ground. JR. And uh, we all just kind of sat staring at the TV and looked That's at when each you start other. Roasting. And then... Hate what? to see it! Hate to see it! That's when you know it's a moment when everybody here can remember... Exactly. Who they, they were. were with, where they were with, what everyone was doing. But the thing was, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. though if you wanted to roast, that at that moment you were like, you couldn't. Even though, even though, even though, yeah, you even though you Jeff, even it, though Jeff's number one guy is Taker, you can't be like, oh, he lost. You you, you were like, because you're stunned too. Yeah, we were like, no what? Way. No fucking way. Yeah. No way. Fucking. That's one of the few times in the last thirty years that like something shocked people in the wrestling world. People were not ready for that not at all. Because even like, because at that point it had started to get to the point where Taker was matches like, yeah, it's a mania match, but he's gonna win because it's Taker and you know whatever. I want to throw something out here real quick because I've been meaning to talk to you guys about this for like two months and I keep forgetting production meeting. So while this came up, humble I had brag, an, humble brag. You know, I had an idea for uh, maybe an alternative every once in a while podcast Ooh. called What If, mm-hmm. and basically my first yep. idea was yep. What If they didn't break the streak at thirty. And then we would just talk about options going forward, what might have happened. Um, it's, I've called had big, that, it's called Big Trouble Little Podcast. I've I'm had sure. that idea for two months and have never said anything because I keep forgetting. Idea. We'll so put now, it down. We'll put it down. So now she brought I'm like, hey, whoa, whoa. Uh, that was amazing. Um, mm. the, you could feel in your, wherever you were, like we were in your living room. Mm-hmm. You could feel the air get yep. sucked yes. out of the, out of yes. the uh, yeah, Superman. Yeah, I, rem- I got off work. And I remember uh, I was watching it on my phone because I had just got upstairs and I was just, like changing and stuff and I was watching and I was like, oh, F5, well, this is going to be a fucking false finish. And I was just like was that motionless. I was like, I refreshed 14? it. I remember I what? went back and I was like, did something, do they cut this out? Like, is this supposed to happen? Was that the first Mania on the network? Was that 14? Yeah, yeah. yeah this was yeah. the first Mania on the network because I had just got it like for WrestleMania 30. Craziness. 
I remember I downloaded it. That was like that February it came out. So it was Brian, right, man. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Because yeah. it was right. That was right after. There was like one shit match in between that and Taker, but. Thank God Brian thing happened. To oh me. Can you imagine God. that pay-per-view if it ends? Or that was the way? main event? Yeah. Oh, or they put Taker and Brock on last? It ends with Orton just winning and keeping the belt. Fuck, oh, dude. Uh, Which they would totally do now. 100%. Oh, 100%. I'll just make sure to let you guys know that, you know, Jeff may have said something like that on his upcoming thing. So we'll, let's move on to the third pick, and it's Mr. Booble. So I was worried about Joe picking this moment. Because uh, I know it's on his list, so I'm done. I'm definitely taking my number one pick. It is specifically Hulk Hogan hulking up against The Rock at WrestleMania 18. It's my favorite match of all time, so I could just pick the match. But it's specifically that moment. I get goosebumps every time I watch it. I'm getting okay, goosebumps thinking about it now. It is fucking phenomenal. That crowd pop I, is insane. I had it down as icon versus icon. <sighs> It's electric from the beginning. Yeah. As mm. soon as Hogan's NWO music hits and the crowd erupts, you just know something's up. Yeah. Something special. I it's like every it's, time. Yeah. It, do you guys believe like that's the beginning of Bizarro Canada? You know what I mean? Like, well, they they say that. Uh, yeah, I do. Because it, it's before. Sure, they sure Warrior Hogan type thing, but this is the beginning of. You know, boo the good, boo the uh, cheer the bad, boo the good in Canada. And this was like that moment that they went, let's just do that. Would it have happened if it had not been Hogan? The whole Wait. cheer the bad, <laughs> boo the good. No I don't. I don't think it. Oh, no. yeah, I, think I think it, it had, to be, be Hogan, had to be Hogan because it didn't work for Austin. They didn't. Cheer and Austin. then it became a, a kind of a thing to do. Yeah. Um. Oh, that match. My number one pick was the stare down. So thanks. You're welcome. I mean, you can still pick it. I could, but I don't want to take the same match. Yeah, I uh, it's my favorite match of all time. Um, I've watched, I don't know, thirty times. I don't even know how many times I watched the match. It's fucking awesome. It's it's the how do I well Cody Rhodes himself says it's the greatest wrestling match ever. It has the greatest atmosphere because yeah, yeah because that's what makes a great match. Yeah, yeah, that's like, what that's what makes it for me. That's why it's so hard to watch right it's, now. It's like if you like, yeah. I'll give for example to go off Cody's point. If you put that tag match to Revolution in empty arena, it's not that good. Like, I mean, it's good, but, but it's it not five the, stars. It, it yeah, but you, the, yeah, but you can't get thirty minutes of false finishes with ten people out yeah, there. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. So it's like you need, you need the crowd and the Sky Dome that night. Ugh. You know, it's funny because it happened. That's, that's got to be like twice that Vince is like Jesus Christ. Twice he's put Hogan up against a very popular dude in the Sky Dome yep. at Mania. Yep. Both times it was supposed to be the other dude. That got the rub and, and the became crowd was bigger. Like, nah. And both times the crowd was like, "No, we want Hogan." And it's cra- crazy. I am. You know what's, what's funny about that though? I mean, Hogan being Hogan, it actually I'm a little shocked halfway through the match they didn't call an audible and have Hogan win. Both guys would have been good enough to do it. I'm actually. I mean, that could add it to the list of podcasts we could do. What if? What if? What if they called an audible? I will Hogan tell won. you. I will tell you this. I'm glad they didn't. But. I kind of am, I'm kind of upset they didn't. Yeah. For one reason. Going forward, they had to know Rock was leaving again in right. like three weeks. Right. And that Hogan's going to be Pritchard's part of I think talked about it. And like that Hogan was, was going to be part of the plan moving forward. Because he was doing Scorpion yeah. King? Scorpion King. Uh, yeah. Whatever, yeah. So, like, the thought process is if Rock's going to leave in three weeks and Hogan is this over here and is going to be on, and has been that over since he came back, let's give him the win. That's He's fair. the one who's going to be there. Like it, it, yeah, it legitimized the rock. But the part I always didn't like about that is 
It legitimized him when he was one foot out the door. Who cares? Yeah. You don't need to do it. That's fair. And the idea, you know, is the what if. Well, if. This is the first night of dream I had was about The Rock. My grandpa's fireplace was a portal. <laughs> <laughs> that fireplace You wanted that strudel. But, you know, it's just, I was Whoa. saying, the what if if Hogan wins... Do they turn them? Do they continue with the baby face? Because the, you know, the, with Pritchard saying the next day or that night they flew to Tampa to get him the red and uh, the red, and yellow. red and yellow, and Hall and Ash attacked them after the match. Does that still that happen? Probably, uh, that was that improvised. Was that that doesn't happen probably until the next night. So yeah. what I would do instead of because I mean it made it easy to attack him because he lost. Yeah. But then again, Hall lost, so that didn't really make a lot of sense. But they justified it as he shook the Rock's hand. So that's why they did the attack. They could have just waited till the next night. Yeah. Uh, they could have been jealous of the reception Hogan got. Mm-hmm. And you could have easily done it that way. So, I mean, that could have been either way. Um, what a fucking fantastic goddamn match. Yeah. Moment, though. God, and, uh, what a moment. Get wrecked Triple H and Jericho. <laughs> Hate to see it. Who Triple H swears up and down that he tried to go on before that. Bullshit. I believe Jericho when he says he wanted to go on yep. before. Yeah. I don't believe Triple I H. I guarantee Triple H is like, our match is better. We can pull this. I'm, it's I'm for the, the world title. Yeah. I'm the game. It's my comeback. I'm fucking Stephanie. But there's, honestly, he was probably like, would Hogan have gone on if he was the champion? Would he have gone on third? And I, I was just going to say that. Of yeah. People would went, well, the heavyweight title should go on last. Yeah. I'm a proponent of the world title always going on last. But if you have a Sometime. certified, I mean, there's, if you've mm-hmm. got a certified once in a, in a generation dream match, once in a lifetime, yeah, um, greatest do, wrestling match ever, you do it. I mean, I think if you gave them a redo, it goes on last. But that's a then big what if. Then you literally get Hogan must post in the show. Like that's a big what if. Yep. So let's move on. To uh, Devin's grandpa's uh, fireplace. As Devin, you get your, your I first I wish that pick. fucking thing still opened. Sent me to heaven this time. Um, get these hands. So what's your uh, first pick there, Devin? Well, Bubble took mine. Fuck yeah, I did. the match. Uh, so I'll probably do CM Punk's pipe bomb. Because I remember watching that Raw. I remember not knowing... It's a shitty if, raw too. It was a shitty raw. I remember that, raw. but I remember when that happened. I was like, "Holy shit!" <sighs> I think it was the first time it really stumped me if it was real or not. I didn't watch it live. I remember I woke up and I, I saw the Twitter reaction. I was like, "The fuck, people is like WWE is fucking ever." I saw those people like I had no idea what wrestling fans like celebrities. I was like, "Why the fuck are they tweeting about CM Punk?" So then I watched it. I was like, "Oh, Jesus!" Yeah, he went the fuck off, and it was awesome. Vegas. Cena overselling in the ring, just fucking Jeez. laying in the table for God like, knows how long. The one thing I remember is like he <laughs> sold an R Truth table bump for like ten minutes. Yeah, and then at the end he still didn't even get out of the ring. He just sat there, all perplexed. But no, that per- such a good. What do you want me to do? talk about? New Japan? You know, mm-hmm. like, yeah. Hey Cole, I'm breaking the fourth yeah. wall. Hey Cole Cabana, how are you? And and talking about Vince dying. He had a Cabana like, shirt on. Yeah, it was yeah. awesome. It was so good. And they cut huh? his mic off, and they did that like the couple weeks before. Commentary. But yeah, he had, um, they cut his mic too, and he walked, he didn't even walk through the curtain, he walked through the back, it was just, it was so great. I was, it made that match so fucking great. It, it was one of those things of that, and it was pretty much bomb. real. Yeah. <laughs> it was real. It's a work shoot. It was work his thoughts. Shoot. That yeah. was exactly how he felt. And I would say, I, I love that promo, but do you, 
and do you guys think that was like the last promo they've done a work shoot to be that far off on in WWE land? No, know, they did seen, one two weeks later with Vince. That was better. That was better. Oh, that when he uh, talked to Phil, Vince, yeah. yeah, that's a better promo. Give him the ice cream bars. And honestly, I prefer the one with him and Triple H facing off later in the summer too. Phil Brooks and Paul, Paul Levesque, yeah. Kick your skinny fat. Amazing. I know. Cena sh- like, uh, when, Pipe Bomb is great. Don't get me wrong, but I think it's third of those three. It's amazing how quickly they fucking run. Cena shot on Roman what like three not? years ago, right? You think? Yeah, Cena shot on. Yeah, I mean, and Cena shot on Roman. That yeah, was, he shot that was on good Roman. too. Uh, Cena shooting on well. It's a worked thing because it was uh, you uh, before twenty or uh, WrestleMania twenty this year. That's how long this year has been. <laughs> thirty six WrestleMania thirty six. You thought Cena was um, shooting on Bray, yeah. yeah, but it ends up kind of being himself, yeah, because that was a really weird multi layered kind of. At the beginning thing. of the Rock Cena feud, there was a little shooty, and then it kind of like it was extremely out. shooty well, at the beginning. But, yeah, there were hard feelings. Yeah, yeah, but it was good. Uh, I love that promo. Yeah. Pipe bomb will always. Did you watch it live, Joe? I watched it live. I watched it. Yeah. What did you think live? I was like, holy shit. It, I just remember popping. It's one of those things of I went holy shit and I think I texted like Jeff and Ricky and like, did you just watch that? And it sucks they censored out in America the word douchebag. I'm like, God damn it. You vilified douchebag, yeah. When you're talking about Laurenitis. Oh, so good. The Canada feed doesn't isn't censored at all. It's just the American feed. Eh? Eh? Because saying douchebag is okay, but you can't beat up anybody with a chair in Canada. Nah. They, they block that out. Fucking weird, man. Now look what Sammy Guevara does. So weird. Yeah, that wouldn't have been shown in Canada. <laughs> yeah, same punk pipe bomb. Pipe bomb. Pipe so bomb. Let's, let's go to our last pick in the first round with Corey. The database. Well... Uh, well, I gotta go with what's easily my first pick, and that is uh, Hulk Hogan turning heel on the list, July seventh, ninety six. Yep, I I I picked uh, Taker because it was that was my number one. And I was like, I'll just I, I knew you were gonna yep. go for that one, so yep. I'll, I'll do Taker. The most seismic shift in the history of pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. Not only did it change like Hogan being a face to a heel. But even though they had been building momentum, from that moment on, WCW is number one. Unstoppable for yeah. about two years. Yeah. It's, 83 I mean, weeks. They just, it, was, it was ridiculous. I don't know if I can put into words what it meant to see Hulk Hogan turn heel. Because there was, I mean, it would be akin to John Cena turning heel like in 2013. So, Corey, I think you can put it into words, and you can hear those words at NoSellEntertainment.com. That's true. That's another good plug. Um, <laughs> you knew he was stale as an act. I mean, you can watch Nitro uh, in early 96 and feel it. I mean, crowd boos the shit out of him. They tried a monster truck angle a year yeah. before. Like. Crowd boos the shit out of him. You tr- but, but you still don't think that's going to happen because it just... Mm-hmm. It, he had never been a heel from the national expansion. From the national expansion, on. right? Because he was a heel in Minnesota, right? He was a heel right? in, in AWA, in yeah. WWF in seventy nine eighty. Hmm. But I mean, they never talk about. It. They never show that history. It doesn't exist. So a world where Hulk Hogan wasn't standing for the American way and red and yellow and all that, and of course things lately have oh, totally thrown you, that in. You know, he is askew. Heel in real life. But in nineteen ninety six, you know that shit, right? I um, mean, the fucking fans showering that ring in garbage. I mean, like, legitimate heat he got that night. 
Him being so scared to do it that he forgot the name New World Order and yeah. said New World Organization and because uh-huh. he was just shook. Like he, he had everybody in his life telling him not to do it as he walked through the curtain. Which is why he should have done it. Which is why it's the right decision to do. Yeah. It. Um, can you imagine uh, what if he didn't do it? Um, what if it was Sting? A lot of podcast ideas on <laughs> yeah. this list. What if it was uh, Mabel? Why yeah. What didn't if it was they Mabel? They want him to do it. Money. Money. His wife and his manager and his... Uh, and all the, the leeches. His wife was Linda Hogan, I believe, Corey. Yeah, she's uh, a Linda real Hogan? bitch. She, all the leeches. All they'd ever known was the red and yellow Hogan, which was a money cow. Yeah. Just a cash cow. So they, they didn't want to give that up. They didn't want to chance it. Yeah. So they were all like, that's terrible. It's cursed suicide. You'll, it'll be the end forever. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, that was a question, Corey. Uh, yeah. I never, I've never heard about this. When did they stop... After this turn... Jesus... When did they stop selling red and yellow merch? Was it immediate right after this turn? It was immediate because they hadn't been. I mean, you could probably go on what was a very, very early version of WCWWrestling.com. But um, he'd been gone from action for two or three months. So they weren't. I mean, it's not like the stuff was at the arenas most of the time. It's fair. Um, Yeah, it was right away. Oh, yeah. I believe I, I love that moment. I, I, it. I didn't see it live either. It's. I. I didn't see I it live. I saw it scramble vision. I was told the next day that Hogan, Hogan turned back. And I was like, "What? Well, when was it, Corey? July seventh, nineteen ninety six. I was two months old. So. Three months old. So they, I think one. Oh, yeah, of, I and it. one I of the mo- one of the, <laughs> more of the infamous moments of that is WCW being WCW and not telling the announcers. So when Hogan's walking down I the aisle by it. and Bobby yells, "I stand by it." Which side is he on? Is that as he should have done. And Dusty, will you stop? It's Bobby Heenan's character since the mid-80s. He 100% should have said it. It is on brand. What do you the think, first, Corey? I, Corey and I disagree on this. I disagree. We've had arguments about this. There's a, there's, a reason they, there's a reason they edit Bobby's thing out when they show highlights of it on yeah. WWE Network. Um, the I, first thing you need to do, Mean Gene, is tell all these people to shut up if you want to hear what I have to say. Wow. Yeah. Fuck, it, man. Wow. It, it's one of those things, like, I'm, I, I agree with both of the fact it's that. It's on brand for Bobby. You're not wrong. You're, it's on brand with Bobby, but it's also, like, maybe if, if it was Shivani or Dusty that says it, it might be more, like. That would have been fake that, if yeah. they said it. But it's just, like, the, uh, what side is he on? You know, one of the more infamous wrestling lines of all time. What side is he on? It's just, like. And then mm-hmm. Shivani to end the night. Hogan, you can go straight to hell. Just shoot, brother. He didn't know what to say. That's how he ended the fight, the yep. podcast. It's great. So yeah. I have a question. So the, the promo after the ring is great. Which one is better, that one or the one on Nitro eight days later? Which promo do you like better? I remember more of the pay-per-view one. Mm-hmm. But if we're talking how well executed, the one on Nitro, Nitro is a little better. Yeah. Um, the, the thing that hurts the one on Nitro is that they were in fucking Disney. And it was a week later. Yeah, but it was Disney. <laughs> yeah, WCW, everybody. everybody. I actually think it was smart that it was a week later. Yeah, I think it was smart he wasn't on the next night because the you the milked, buzz. Well, you milked the buzz and the shock. That's uh, fair. And you got more people tuning in the next week, so I think that was actually smart on their part. Interesting. Let's move on to the second Ooh. round, and I believe Corey, you're still up. Sorry, Zen, but this involves Hulk Hogan again, Uh-oh. dude. <laughs> But if we're talking all-time memorable moments in the history of wrestling, you don't get much more of an iconic shot than uh, thousands of, of bulbs going off 
as Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant are staring at each other mm-hmm. in the middle of the ring in the Pontiac Silverdome at WrestleMania 3. Pontiac Superdome. That is always, that is always etched in my mind, just that shot. The two of them just looking at each other, Hogan doing the head shake as he's starting to talk, and the bulbs are just going the crazy. Irresistible force versus the yeah. immovable object. Man, that I miss flash bulbs. Yeah, it's an unbelievable God, moment. It. I, I, I made it look so much like. Oh, I know, I know. You we, could see I, how many people were taking pictures. I know we we shit on Hogan, <clears throat> as we should, as we should. But so far, six picks in, he's half the draft. Yeah. I mean, like, if there's any doubt why he's on Mount Rushmore, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Zen, how do you feel about Hulk Hogan? Mm, fuck Hulk Hogan. There it is. Checks out. Check out. It's fair. What about Brooke Hogan? Oh, Funny enough, she came up while we were doing the one-hit wonders. Really? Uh, and yeah. fuck Brooke Hogan. <laughs> it checks out. Got it. What do you think? Of... Just to be clear, also fuck Nick Hogan. Oh, yes. That's oh, that too. Yeah. Fuck the Hogan family. Oh, yes. Hogan knows best. Yeah. So, Corey, overall, you what do you think of the match? Oh, the match is, I mean, it depends on which way you're looking at it. Work it, great. Work rate is in terms of the, uh, it's it's a terrible match. It's <laughs> I would struggle to give it one star if we're talking in ring work. Have you rated that media? Yes, and I think I I didn't rate it one star because I I take everything into yeah. it. I think I was, but I was still only like two and a half or so. I mean, it's you can only do so much. I mean, Andre couldn't walk hardly. It was I mean, but. And you know, there's always the congestion. Was there ninety three thousand? Even if it's seventy eight, that's right. still impressive. It's still a fuck, fuck ton of people. And that place looked tremendous. Mm. It looked mm-hmm. full. And that's the only match that could have done it. Uh, I love the the story of that day where Andre was drinking in the dressing room, and Hogan legitimately didn't know if he was winning the match tonight because if Andre didn't want to go, you, you weren't going over. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, you knew just... you knew what was planned, but yeah. Andre, you know. <laughs> Andre was the leader in that what, locker room. That it, yeah. it wouldn't have been the first time that Andre decided that that's not the way we were going to do things, and this is how we're going now. Even but Hogan, think, with all his stroke, is like, it's whatever Andre wanted to do, man. But I think Andre knew the importance of the night. I mean, that's why he came back. Like, yeah. he should have never wrestled again. Like, I remember the stories, hearing the stories of the sur- the back surgery the mm-hmm. summer before, and because he was so huge, they didn't know they they. They didn't know how much anesthesia to give him because you give him too much, you can kill him. Yep. And so they asked him, how much, you know, do you drink? <laughs> and like, <laughs> so they said, oh, you know, a couple gallons of wine. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh. so they cut, they went off of that. They just, they tried, they kind of guesstimated how much anesthesia might equal that. And that's how they actually did it. That's bonkers, dude. Right. That's insane. Um, thank God that worked and he didn't wake up yeah. in the middle of it. Right. <laughs> Yep, got that. Oh, I should have carried the two. God damn it. Should have carried the two. Um, But fantastic moment. Fantastic match. It's still the perfect exclamation point on my favorite WrestleMania. And it'll always be my favorite WrestleMania. Um, I could wax nostalgic about WrestleMania 3 all day. Is Um, it uh, the biggest main event ever? um, Well... I say yes, but I'm not looking at it in terms of just strictly numbers, because with inflation and you know money changing, you could say Rock Austin at 17 did better financially, but this legitimized what Vince was doing nationally. Uh, without this match happening and it being a success, 
things could turn out very, very differently. What if? So, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> so, so, yes, I say it's the most important match in current popular wrestling history because without that match doing what it did, the popular wrestling world that we know is drastically different. Mm-hmm. How about um, that? Brag. And Bob Uecker was awesome. Bob Uecker's always awesome. Devin, <clears throat> you're up again for for the next Hulk Hogan moment. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to do the last time I was genuinely surprised, and that was when Rollins won the title at 31, because I was in the shower. Did you say he? Who the fuck we. showers during the main event? Of because it was I was so tired from watching it, and I don't. I was like, fuck this match. I thought Brock was just going to destroy him. It was going to be pointless. That match is great, though. I yeah, know. It's so good. So I was just like, <laughs> it's uh, so good. I was wrong like, with I was, it was because it was late and I had to work early that the next morning. Yeah. In terms of work rate and how great it was, a couple years ago, remember, I famously said that was the best WrestleMania mini. I worked ever. graveyard at the time. I had to work at 1130. And so it was like nine already or whatever. And so I was like, oh, I'm just going to fucking get ready. So I remember I was in, like, I had a little thing I could sit on and I was taking a shower and then I just, like, Hot waters, and I just stuck watching it. When he, as soon as I heard oh, his theme music hit, I was like, "No fucking way!" Yeah. And it just Rollins wins the title, and he's swinging, and the fire. I mean, it's just so good. I, this I, was the last time I was like, "Damn, they got me!" One, one, Damn, they really fucking got me. I want to say uh, one another mania moment that the entire room that we had, because I think we had like eight to ten people in the room, and. Everybody was the opposite of of uh, Taker when yeah. he lost. It's like holy shit, is he really cash again? Holy shit! Because holy it's the main shit. event then, of WrestleMania, you know, good old Jr. They booked it right. They booked it right. You have uh, Roman take the pin. Yeah, you don't have Save Brock take Brock. the pin. You book it right. Another instance in where Roman Reigns might have wanted to say, "Hey, creative doesn't work for me, brother." Yeah. Uh, another in a long line. That motherfucker needs to realize what a star he is. That motherfucker needs to talk to Ric Flair about mistakes Ric Flair made in his Because, <laughs> and they did the right things. Rollins cashing in was fantastic. Mm. Never done it a mania. Perfect, perfectly done. To make him, and so much heat he got from that. But Roman gets um, mauled <laughs> for about 20 minutes. Just gets like destroyed. Just, just mugged. That's why I was like, I'm not going to fucking watch this. This is pointless. Like, I'm just going to go get ready. Ugh. Oh, good thing I he does all the grunt work on. and someone else gets get over. Yeah. Like that's the story of Roman's and he, career. And he eats really. the pin and everything. Yeah. It's just wonderful moment, though. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. Booble, Booble. you're up. Hold on. Then how do you feel about Seth Rollins winning WrestleMania? Then didn't say much. Well, it was the title. I didn't say anything. Um, yeah, you said nothing. Uh, Silence of a generation. <laughs> I have a hard time picturing these moments. Honestly, yeah. I remember him cashing in, but I don't really remember anything about the match. I mean, he just, yeah, I'm pretty sure he hit Brock with the briefcase and stomped Roman, but something like that. Was this when he was wearing the white pants? No, no he was wearing no. the black and gold. With the hair dye? And he had the hair dye, and he went to the top, and he held the title up, and then he started spinning, and all the fireworks went off. She don't remember. But that's what, this that shot, and just like, the heist oh, of the, the century. moment cent- they're doing. And, and he made it, uh, yeah, the, and Michael like, called eh. the heist of the century, you know, it just, it all Zen's like four out of ten. Yeah, Zen's like C minus, but. So, Mr. Booble, your second pick. Oh, man, there are so many on this list. Uh, Why don't you pick one? <laughs> Oh, uh, your mom. 
Whoa. Uh, what? All wow. Right. Then I am going to go... Take, you can take your fireplace portal and go yeah. see my mom. <laughs> yeah, ever oh. since I said that, yeah, Zen's like, fuck Seth Rollins. Space Mountain. Uh, then I'm going to take... CM Punk's entrance at Money in the Bank 2011. God damn it. Again. I mean... The last time you ever had that theme music, too. Again, we were hanging out. We were hanging out. We were at my place. Yep. And that music hit... And I got goosebumps. They gave him the John Cena pan camera. Mm-hmm. They don't ever, no one gets that besides John Cena, and he got it. That um, so after, I mean, the match is fucking phenomenal. After the event, I'm leaving Corey's house. His neighbors are outside. I've never met him in my life. I've never seen him since. There was five people on the street saying, Did you guys just fucking say that match? Like, it was fucking insane. The entire fucking world was talking about that match because of the pipe gum. It started it. Yeah. yeah. But started the summer of punk, but... In WWE. Again, how can you fuck it up? Oh my can god. You, and then you, you give it to Del Rio. A bit more. I, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. What? What? <laughs> Zen. 2011, Money in the Bank, CM Punk versus John Chicago, Cena, Illinois. Chicago. I don't know things. Jumps the barricade, leaves in a taxi, puts it in the fridge. Wow. Last, wow. Night, last night in the company. Um, like, he so said like he it comes, comes back the next night. Uh, Cena no, went, no, or the, 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 the week? I remember. It's like that a part, month. It was a month. So no, it was a week. It was a week, right? That's why they ruined it. It was uh, a week. So uh, it was in his hometown. Yeah. Uh, he came out first, and uh, it was like a four-minute standing ovation before the match. Would just sign it for sign there saying, was, "If Punk wins, we riot." Yeah, and they, they were banners of Punk wins. And they Punk loses, we riot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, it was legit. Now uh, I remember the entrance. I mean, it was. It's one of the loudest pops. I'm not. I'm gonna say it's the loudest ever, but it's one of the in wrestling history. It's one of the loudest pops. It's huge. It's fucking amazing. Monster pop. It's the last time... I'm trying to think. Is it the last time? It's one of the last times that I felt it mm-hmm. while it was happening. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. There was a tangible feeling that you felt. That you're watching yeah, something you're great. Watching it's a main event. Amazing. It's a main event. You know, well, yeah. It's, it's yeah, a main I, event. This matters. Oh, this that is, matters. Both men matter. The... The entire arena is cheering for the good guy, and like, and who's the bad guy in the, the for arena? Is two cheering. months, they told a fucking great story. I mean, everybody involved played a phenomenal it, part in and it. And it goes all the way back to the pipe bomb of like Cena at Money in the Bank. I am going to beat you for that title, and I'm going and to I'm leave leave with that title. And if they would have done their original idea, mm-hmm. which is to be fair, Punk's original idea. Yeah, I mean. Um, to be fair, it would have been awesome. Yeah, it would have involved him showing up at a Ring of Honor show with that belt. Mm-hmm. Talk about full circle. Fuck, dude. It would have involved him showing up at random indies with the belt, with his belt. willing to defend. Yep. And then he would have come back after SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Give it a month. Let him build up the story. But instead, they decided Vince decided he needed uh, the rematch at SummerSlam and hot shot at it a week later, and ruined and, all and, and momentum. And didn't Del Rio cash in? Yeah, then Del Rio catches uh, in at SummerSlam. And just, I remember on. halfway through the show, Corey and I were like, we don't fucking know if he resigned yet. Like, we don't... Like, he resigned halfway through the show. Like, yeah. We were like, obviously, <laughs> it's if he probably wins, the time he, he was putting pen to paper. But, yeah. was the time we were talking yeah. about it. Like, is he resigned? It's like, once he won, we are like, okay, well, he signed, obviously. But, like, there was, there was still very much But you much don't know. But it's like, it's like crazy thing, the, too. That made it even more anticipated. And then he leaves through the crowd and, like, just blows we him a like, kiss. And it's just like... Because it was like, okay, so we don't know what he's doing. So if Cena wins, we, 
we know he didn't resign. Right. Like, so we were also waiting to see whether we were ever going to watch CM Punk. Right. Again. It was just yeah. fucking like, is this his final match or like it was weird. It, it, it's that okay. He loses. He's he's done. But if he wins, he resigns. Yeah. Or did he? You know, like, every everything we're saying right now is why. Also, I never ever want him to wrestle again. I mean, just it's so no. good. Or let did he? Be, let it be done. Or did he? Thought me he did, but I know. <sighs> yeah. That's great. That's good. That was that was there. That was on my list. Yo, so let's see if Zim I, knows the next one. She doesn't. This is like Devin on One Hit Wonders. <laughs> so we're gonna go or, to or nine, 2006 with comes. my pick. We're gonna go to 1997. We're gonna go to July 6. Oh. We're going to In Your House 16 Canadian, Canadian Stampede. Stampede. Yep. yep. That in it's one skin. It's the environment. It's the main event. It's Team USA versus Heart Foundation. Team versus Team Canada. Any Do, idea, Devin? Uh, is idiot. that when they walk out with the flags? And it's the it's the intros for the hearts. It's the intros. Yeah, it builds. It's Pillman, and then Nightheart, and then Davy Boy, and then, and then Owen, Owen, and then Brett. and then the place shakes when Bret Hart's music hits. It, it, the place shakes. It, th- this was one of those times in wrestling that they had. It was like legit. It's okay if you're Canadian, you're 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 the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And everybody in the states hate can hates Canada, as they should blame Canada. But when once, but like it felt like in Canadian that virus. in that time period, they kept going back to Canada for the Raws yeah. for for it to be like mixed, you know. Oh, so they, like, they totally did. Yeah. So At first, it was accidental. Yeah. That like they had they started this thing with Brett, and then they had like eight months before just happened to have done Canada, U.S. Canada. Then it worked so well. They were like, hmm, keep let's going, <laughs> let's keep going. J- just the environment of. The main event being LOD, Goldust, Shamrock, and, Shamrock and Stone Cold versus Heart Foundation. And it's just that environment of, like, you can see American flags, mostly can- Canadian flags, but it's just them, like, rooting, wanting them to win. And then fucking, they win. The crowd goes crazy. The entire Heart family show up. Austin's fucking going up the ramp, give, flipping the birds because he does not care that, you know. So... Imagine the balls, A, if they had had the U.S. team win. Oh, that would have been a terrible move. But imagine the balls if you were a fan and rolling in with, like, an American flag to that environment. Yeah, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I'm coming in. It's like, like rolling Vince in McMahon. with the Russian flag to Ireland. It's in like that, Vince McMahon uh, strut. Like, I don't Connor give a fuck, fight. you know? Who the fuck is this guy? God But damn. I just, I, that's one of those moments that I can strongly remember. And you can hear Joe talking about it and at NoSunEntertainment.com. Yeah, pay-per-view war stories. But just the, that that environment, you know, it's once again, it's just the environment of you built it up of you have your heart foundation versus Team USA and Team USA's captain Stone Cold, who's going head to head with Bret Hart, and it's just made sense. Like, sure, the rest of the cards meh, but it's just it's, it's no, not, that's one of the best. No, I'd go back and look at that man. Kid nut. Yeah. Sasuke and Taka, yeah. oh. Mankind and Triple H, and Undertaker and Vader for the title. There's four matches. Yeah. Maybe not. That's good. But maybe the last good one. No. Yeah. <laughs> but Ooh. what if? No. <laughs> no. But it's just that environment of, you know, I think it wasn't even during the show. They didn't, the fans did not care for the other match. You know what I mean? Like, they was like, they you were, could tell. They were really looking forward to that match. Yeah. Like, some of the other matches, I mean, Taka and Sasuke got the crowd after a while because they were just they were doing so shit that was like I mean, what the fuck, um, but yeah no there was a lot of anticipation. 
Canadian Stampede. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah. Is that one of Zen's favorite moments? One of Zen's favorite moments. So, Zen, you're up with your second pick, <laughs> and you get your third pick. So, what are you picking with your second pick, Zen? Uh, second pick is going to go to uh, the WWE Raw Super Show from February 27th, 2012, when The Rock returned to Portland. Uh, <laughs> it was an electrifying moment to be in the crowd. That's really all I can say. I uh, did was not it go the to that. most electrifying. I because I, we had a bad taste from the year before, and I was just like, I remember when they announced that I was like, "Huh, The Rock could be at that one." And then Corey was like, "There's no fucking chance he comes to Portland." Yeah, at first I was like, "Yeah, no." Way. There's no fucking and, and, chance. And the one in May 2000 was so bad. Yeah, that we just hand waved it. We were like, "No, nah, um, we're not going to that shit." And then it's like, <sighs> "Yeah, The Rock was there." God yeah. damn it! Goosebumps I've the entire promo. Never seen The Rock live. Me either. I didn't I go to that have, one. Luckily, so I was like, sort of okay, not okay with it, but I was like, eh, at least I got to see him once. But fuck, man, sucks. I didn't see that. Yeah, I was pissed. Watching <clears throat> him just build momentum off of the crowd, yeah. and, uh Just be able to keep with it too was fuck, pretty man. amazing. Um, not to mention, I get you guys got Brian versus Punk that night yeah. too. Yep, yep, yep. It was a good night. Uh, I can. It's one of those things of once Raw goes off the air, it's, you know, Rock, Rock just telling stories. And he's like, I used to live here. I lived here for about a year. And, like, he's like, oh, and then, like, he just started doing that. I feel like The Rock has lived everywhere because he has a story for every town. And he's like, oh, I used to go to such and such down off 6th Street. or You know what I mean? It's like, how the hell, you know? That was the life of... Territory, territory wrestling. wrestling. If you had a mm-hmm. dad who, because territory wrestling, there weren't long term contracts unless you were Flair or Hogan. Yeah, you didn't stay in any place for long. Uh, you six months here, six months there, maybe a year if you're lucky. Yeah, and then boom, off again. Yeah, I mean, what I remember too is he connected it to the crowd, and after the match, or sorry, the promo, he said something about Ron Peterson and Glorious 2, and that's like an iconic thing in Portland. Oh, hell yeah. So immediately connected with I want a Ron crowd. Peterson's shirt, actually. He died. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. Trust me, my Portland wrestling fandom from my childhood. <laughs> I, I still have so many DVDs with Tom Peterson commercials on them yeah. that I hold very and dear to my... Glorious 2. Yep, and Glorious 2. Good pick, Zen. That's what, a real good pick. What's I'm your uh, next pick, Zen? For round three. Uh, well, you'll notice that most of my old ones are from 1999. Yep. Uh, but it the was... The worst year ever. The Stephanie McMahon and Test Wedding. Ah, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Stephanie McMahon, Helmsley. I... The career assassination of Test... I mean, it's unfortunate (laughs) that it it ended in that. But it was such a pivotal moment in where WWE (laughs) was going. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Triple H on that Titantron in the video. This was back when I was not totally in the know that things (laughs) were scripted and fake. And so I for sure was like, oh, my God, they kidnapped her. I hate you. Dad. They drugged her. 
I mean, poor Ted. I, Saying dad like creepy jewel songs. So, daddy. I, I'll tell you this. Daddy's girl. I, so, yesterday, we were talking about moment. Like, just something, like, hey, have you looked up lo- moments? And she's like, no, I haven't yet. And so I started putting up the, the stuff. And I'm walking back and forth saying lines, right? And I go, and now I introduce you to Mrs. Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Because I remember her talking about when we first met about how that was one of her favorite moments. And that stuck with me. So I knew she was going to pick the, the wedding chapel. Because yeah. I was just like... A baller move, Joe. You should have picked it first. I, sh- I could have, but I'm not going to humble brag on this. But by the no. I just, I knew she was going to pick it. And that's why like, I kept walking around, like, making lines from the stuff. How many times did we consummate the marriage? <laughs> I hate you. But the end, so the end of test, you know? Yep. <laughs> it's so good. But, uh, you know, it's crazy to me, too. As we're watching, you know, the war stories, which you can listen to here at NoSouthernTainment.com, it's crazy because back then, it felt like forever these storylines, no. but as we're watching, it's like two, three weeks through shit, dude. It's nuts. Like, like literally, something happens in two weeks, and you're like, Vintage "I thought this was like two months, not yeah. three weeks." Same. I was like, "This is fucking a quick turnaround." Oh yeah. god, bro. Yeah, no. It, what happened here? That's a great moment. Great Triple moment. Triple H was so good. Mm-hmm. Man. So with my... Wait, it was also oh. before I knew that weddings and wrestling don't go together. That was my first... Uh, Except for one. Only one worked out. Which one? Dig it. Nah. Ooh, my toe, my... For a little So with my third pick, I will be going to the year of... Our Lord. 1997. There? We're going to go to a Monday night, September 1st, and I'll just say this. Corey, if you want, you can have my spot. Not my dog spot. <laughs> Not my liver Not spot. Not my liver spot. My spot My spot. spot. The NWO mocking the horseman. That was so good. When, when they do the mocking, it's Buff Bagwell as... No, as, as, Henning. as Henning. Conan as Mongo, just wearing a wig and having a football and a jacket. And a bear's jersey. Yeah. yeah. X-Pac as Flair. Flair. Who is hilarious as Flair. Who has a, like, a water thing, like a hose in his hair. So yeah. it makes him sweat the whole time. Oh and Kevin Nash as Arn Anderson. A week prior to, Arn Anderson gives... Says Kurt Henning, you can have my spot in the Horseman because he had to retire legit. It was a fantastic promo. It was so, so good. What do the NWO do? Let's mock it. However, let's not tell Flair or Anderson. Yeah, let them watch it. So as great. everybody else does, and then completely neuter them by not letting them come out to get heat back. I mean, <laughs> brother, you're right. Um, For life, it was so good though. Uh, so good that DX ripped it off a year later with the Nation, and they did a great job too. I just love, I love, huh, I love both groups. Yeah. I love, I love Henry. Mizark. Hey, 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 Rock! Smells like shit. <laughs> uh, get your packs to go all the way around. Uh, I, I like the um, Nash as Arn. Can't even hold a beer anymore with my 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 beer hand. <laughs> The significance of that? That's my beer hand. That's my beer hand. <laughs> Can't hold it anymore. Comes out of the six pack, a little cooler, it a neck even, brace. It was even Arn's cooler. Yeah. yeah. Just God his cooler. Damn. 
<laughs> I just, I just love. He's probably like, hey, Arn, I'll get you some more ice real quick, brother. No, okay. he just walked to the fucking room. Yeah, walked to the room. But like, you know, it's just like he has the fake wig on, the glasses, the like bald spots kind of thing on his forehead, and just like, I love that. It moment. would be an honor if you would take my spot. I love that part. I love that spot. I will raise you early '99. Video they did with yeah, Tori. With the, with That's Tory. what I was thinking. With Buff yeah. as Mean oh, Gene, yeah, dude. <laughs> no, Disco as Mean Gene. But what but, is yeah. happening here, Horrick Flair? <laughs> what are you doing? But see, the funny thing is, what's more memorable? The Arn one. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, you're, yeah. You're but right. I, 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 yeah. I, I, I accept your one up of like <laughs> yeah. that. What, what we just watched on the War Stories, we yeah. can listen to it. No, so ridiculously great. But this one's more. Oh yeah, no, this will always. You be can have my spot. My spot. <gasps> They Ooh. even had specially made four horsemen, like, horses' ass. Horses' ass. Two shirts yeah. made that they should have sold. Oh, honestly, yeah. With an interview logo on the back. I mean, they had special name. shirts. I think Conan says nothing, and he just, like, throws he the like football his, in the he air. He, like, lobs the football to himself <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. Drops it a couple times to make it look like... <laughs> I think Henning, like, Jesus. has his towel, like, throws it behind his back, like, once or twice, but it's... It's but so good. If you haven't seen it, young boy... I'm gonna have to go watch it. You, it... Would be an, an honor. honor if you had my spot. <laughs> yeah. Oh God! Whoa, that's my drinking Fla- name. Flair, uh, X Pac, or sick. You know, Waltman crying, crying Ooh. as he's spraying uh. water at. He's like, oh, dude. <laughs> but he's like, whoa, <laughs> crazy. So funny. You no, know, it, oh. it, 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 it's an honor. It's an honor. That's a great one. I didn't even think of that one, man. Oh. That's so good. Deep cut. Deep cut. Google. Mine's not a deep cut. <laughs> Hogan, brother. Mine is known. Well, huh? let's go to Nitro in July 98, Goldberg versus Hogan in the Georgia Dome. Yep. Is it the whole match? Uh, or is it the part? It's the part where he picks up Hogan in the jackknife. Yep. Or he spears him and looks at the crowd, and Bobby loses it. Bobby says if he picks him up, this place will erupt. As he picks him up, and the place fucking erupts <laughs> off a three-day build. I love it. everybody. The part nobody ever talks about, about how awesome this moment is, is... You can hear, because they were famous for not telling their announcers what was going to happen in these segments. Yeah. You can hear in Bobby's voice the moment it clicks in his head that Goldberg is actually winning this match. It's so fucking good, because he's so happy. God damn it, dude, that match. It's it's, it's on my list of favorite matches of all time. Again, it's not about work rate. Uh, with the Hogan match. Environment. It's all all about environment. It's it's 40,000 people in the Georgia Dome. Losing their shit at a rookie winning the world title from the most famous pro wrestler in the world. Uh, I mean, it's the first real shot WCW lands in the war against the NWO. Sting's win at 97. Starcade was trash. Brother. It was garbage. It wasn't tan enough. Um, <laughs> but that was, that was the first real shot back. I didn't realize hanging out in rafters for a year and a half, you were supposed to be there's, ridiculously there's sunburned. There That's what like it was. Owen couldn't see the clip. <laughs> it would be an honor. Yeah, so uh, Goldberg versus uh, Hogan. Great moment. You, you ever, ever watched that, uh, Devin? No. God damn God it. God damn you. Zen, do you remember it? No. I do, actually. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> you suck, Devin. But I I've don't. had the pleasure of watching along Ooh. with the Monday Night War stories that you That's can find true. here at No Cell Entertainment. There it is. Been a, there's been a lot of uh, free shots to No Cell Entertainment yeah. on this podcast. That's good. We're gonna break. They're gonna blow a circuit over here. You, they're gonna you think need, we're Mean Gene Okerlund over you, here. You need to go home and watch uh, the Horsemen mockery. And oh, we got uh, a list for you after yeah. we're done. Some bitch. 
Uh, everything has of, chapters on the network. You can go straight to it. Yeah. <laughs> There's a search You don't have to watch the whole thing. <laughs> so speaking of Devin, you're a third pick. Uh, I'm going to go outside the box. And I'm going to go just going to my first Defy show. Ooh. Nice. Because it was my first indie, it was uh, MJF versus Artemis Spencer. There's I was thinking no, about it the other day. There's nothing like your it, first indie show. Yeah, it was my first indie show. I had no idea what to expect besides what you guys said. Of course, you guys got spoiled, if I'm going to be honest. Yeah. There's indie shows, and then there's Defy. Yeah. Like, Defy has kind of like um, ECW did and kind of like GCW looks to have. There's just, there's a certain like extra level of... Of anticipation and, and, and just everyone. fandom, like and everyone's fandom. and lo- everyone's loyal. Yeah, um, um, fantastic. You know, just the environment being so close. You want you want being to go part again. of spots almost. It's like just the shit. It's fun as fuck. Yeah. I mean, Jim Bob could wrestle a fucking broomstick, and I'm pretty sure we'd all still go. So mm-hmm. I love. <laughs> so I mean, uh, uh, we got our MFJ. We got our MFJ for the first Some time. Some drunk old guy just pounding on the ring. MFJ. And, he, and he's like, shut the fuck up! It was the first uh, shot in the rivalry with Aubrey and, M- and MJF. Was it was. MFJ. Yeah. was, was it was. Him, MJF telling her to shut her mouth, and yeah. everyone's like, listen, bitch! Like, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. You don't talk to Aubrey like that. Nope. Aubrey will fuck you up. You talk to Benjamin like that. Fuck Benjamin. Fuck Benjamin. <laughs> look what, look what uh, uh, Los Parks did to them. Uh, <laughs> one, one thing, uh, we just watched Mullet versus Mullet. Yeah. And he what? is the... Uh, the uh, four minutes of heat. Oh. Do a mullet versus mullet, and Benjamin is the special guest referee. Dude. I told you it was good. It was great. <laughs> it was yeah. nine minutes, and it's great. Yeah. Should have been four minutes. Of, of heat. heat. <laughs> it was of heat. I'm a wreck. Did you see them getting put over on Twitter so hard the other day? No. Really? That was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Hammerstone started it, and then just everybody else just randomly picked up on four minutes of heat appreciation day. Oh, you mean that guy that uh, Shaft's going to kill? That guy? Uh, no, you mean the guy that's going to be the MLW world champion? After, okay. well, that's gonna be weird when Shaq kills him. Yeah, I know. Right? Current PDX heavyweight champion. Until <laughs> <laughs> Shaq kills him. Uh, I, I don't use uh, a Hammerstone. Yeah, uh, Shaq's gonna quit. First indie show, hands down. Great moment. Nice. Oh yeah. yeah. In fact, I want to go back to Pow if they were. You know, if we ever get out of this fucking hell we're in, I just, no, I we can we bank that Joey uh, Ryan won't be there. Just, uh, just, yeah. just a reminder. I fuck Joey Ryan. Oh yeah. Yeah. We should. Uh, Give them ideas of how they can run shows like GCW has been. Because yeah. there's plenty of open areas here in town. Or in your living room will also be an option. Um, no. Nope. I'll allow In it. the living room right now. I'll allow it. I'm commissioner, then. I allow <laughs> it. <laughs> but, like, right there along Alton Baker Park, there's plenty of space in Alton Baker Middle Park. Middle of Alton, dog. That's plenty of room to spread out. Yeah. All right. <laughs> plenty of room. Yeah, just plenty of room. Warrior Wrestling in Chicago did that at the... At the local high school football. Fuck show. yeah, wow. dude. They put the ring in the 50 or Hell yeah. And then just people spaced out. like You can literally sit five yards apart. There's enough local talent uh, oh, yeah. out of the people that have been doing Defy DOA that you can mm-hmm. totally get people to come. For sure, down. for sure. I would totally. Like, I am, That'd be nuts. I've seen awesome. an outdoor show once. And it's fucking weird, but it's awesome. Hell yeah. Corey? Oh, you're, up. you're back to backers. I'm going to go old school again. Ooh. Like uh, March 24th, 1991 for maybe the most perfectly executed feel-good moment in the history of pro wrestling. The match was Ultimate Warrior and Randy Savage. Career versus career. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Savage lost. He had to retire. Warrior left. And then the sensational Queen Cherry 
turned on Savage, started kicking him while he was down. She couldn't believe he'd lost his career. And Miss Elizabeth came out of the crowd to throw Sherry out of the ring. Macho gets up, sees what's going on. He's confused. Sherry's talking shit to him from the floor. So he kind of pieces together that Elizabeth was there to save him. And Sherry had turned. And then they reunite Mm. on screen after two years. Oh. And there were people in the crowd crying. It was like the uh, infamous shot. Yeah, yeah. It's it's one of the best moments in wrestling history. My like, favorite story about that time is they legit got divorced to maintain the storyline. Yep. That's so great. <laughs> it was... Fuck, that moment is amazing. And there's Yeah, there's just, there's people crying in the front row, and it, their emotion is so real. Oh, my God. That you could feel God. it. And, and you were like, ooh, yeah. And if you'd been a wrestling fan through the late 80s, you had seen this entire story play out, so like this was the perfect oh. cap to it. They got back together. It's the most soap opera, but it's so fucking good, and I love that. Soap operas wish they were that good. Yeah. <laughs> That's Fuck my, yeah, dude. That's, That's awesome. Nice. Uh is it uh, Mania, right? Mania 7. Yeah. I... Fuck, man. That's one of those Ooh. moments I kind of wish I was Damn. older. Yeah. And I was three. Yeah. Yeah. I was... I was semen. You weren't even semen. You were, you were in you a fireplace. You weren't even semen. You were... I was 11, Spring but I had... semen. I and I had it. started watching right before he wins the title at four. Uh-huh. So I, I had watched. I knew they were together. I knew... And then watching old videos back, I knew that... The whole, I knew the whole storyline by then. So I was lucky enough to be just oh. old enough to grasp it For and to, to feel it. It was Did fucking you see it live? awesome. Next day. Oh. Again, one of those like satellite yeah. dish. Like, next day I watched still, it. Still. Yeah. You, there, there was, there was no way for so you to be like, spoiled. So. Yeah, yeah, it was not spoiled. Uh, my friend at, at school, the Friday before, he says, I'm going to get it and tape it. I'll bring it to you Monday. So it sucks. Yeah. We had to get through the whole school day. Right. With that, with that videotape right there. You know, like, oh, I'm sick. And then <laughs> I just, the nurse's office. <laughs> I got home as fast as I fucking could <laughs> and popped that in the VCR and watched it. It was oh. amazing. God damn it, That's man. great. It's great. So that was a great moment. So what's Lead your last? Off. Last I was, pick. I was trying to find something, like, really cool, and I could not think of anything. And I'm not going to go depressing like Owen. Um, I mean, I mean. we just emptied our load on that one. We just I'm, took a week off on the Monday Night War <laughs> Stories, which yeah. you can listen to here at NorthSouthEntertainment.com. There it is. For this moment, for that moment. You can also hear someone's opinion on that at NorthSouthEntertainment.com. That's true. Now you're pushing it. No. I mean, <laughs> calm down. 1-900-999. It's, it's, it's Boobles thing, and he's telling me to call Thanks, Gene. Can't get your parents' permission. <laughs> call now to find out what Magic Johnson and Debbie Boy Smith have in common. <laughs> That's a real promo he said on television. That's amazing. Like, holy like, shit. Debbie has AIDS. <laughs> God damn it, the Bulldog's got AIDS. Plot twist. <laughs> Kill yourself. He got the hippie. What was uh, it? I, it? They both had, like... Knee surgeries or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. Was something it was stupid. Totally Why misleading. the fuck would you tease that <laughs> to Jesus get that Christ. to get those phone calls? Um, <laughs> and I'm trying really hard not to do another Hogan moment. It's amazing how fast, I mean, he, how quickly he pops into all these. Fuck, dude. Um, so I'm gonna go. Buff that one. No, I'm gonna go to <laughs> what's what's unfortunately very bittersweet uh, in a way. I'm gonna go to WrestleMania 20. I'm going to go to the very end where Eddie and Benoit are celebrating their victories in the ring together. 
two guys who were never supposed to make the main event, let alone WrestleMania main events. Both won the world. They were never supposed to be world champions. Finally, world champions in the biggest company in the world on the the biggest biggest event in Madison Square Garden. And for three years, it was like a fucking awesome memory. Do you think you? you, you, What a moment for Stevie Richards. Yeah, do you mean Stevie Richards? (laughs) Well, no. uh, Yes, Stevie Richards won the world title. You mean when Eddie Guerrero celebrated in a singles match? I just love second local competitor. Just I love (laughs) that. The WWE Network, I love it. Yeah. Triple H and Shawn Michaels fight for the title. Or like on Nitro, it's like uh, Harlem Heat in a tag match. You're like, ah, there it is. There's the Benoit match. Yeah. <laughs> Found it. <laughs> but it was an awesome moment for, for someone who had like spent almost 10 years at that point being a big fan of those two and being angry and annoyed and upset over the, the fact that they were pigeonholed because of their size and their, their whatever... They weren't marketable enough. They didn't play political games well enough. To see them finally get what they deserved um, was fucking awesome. And that was a great way to end a 20th WrestleMania. That was the first Mania I ever watched live that I bought. And then I have since watched every one of them, except for one live. 23 was the first Um, one I bought, and I've watched them ever since then. Which... One was more unexpected, winning. Eddie or Benoit? Eddie. Eddie. Because as soon as they started the whole storyline in late December with Heyman and Benoit about how he didn't think he was world champion material and he was going to make him enter number one uh, on the Rumble, you know, if you've been watching long enough, you're like, oh, I see where this goes. So he wins the Rumble. Mm-hmm. and But Eddie, he, no. No one expected that. Because it was like, well, one, no one expected Brock to quit. Yeah. Which really necessitated it. And then once you realized, once you fucking realized, wait a minute, Eddie's going to win the world title. Holy shit. That came out of nowhere. That was still in a time for me that I still didn't order pay-per-views. I I lived with two guys at the time. This was on my break. I I didn't watch. I lived with two guys, and I was the only one that worked. I'm a break. And a girl in the pizza place. No. I was the only one that worked that night, so they taped it for me. Um, I why I didn't take the night off? Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> real quick, I can tell you, I just never took time off. Like that was Fair. that was before the old store manager of that place broke me, and I just said fuck it, it ain't worth it. Um, I never missed time so much that when I did get sick later that summer, even with calling in that day, they called me at like the middle part of the shift at starting of the night meeting. To find out what the hell was wrong, why wasn't I there? Like, that's how little work I missed. Right. Um, but I didn't... Uh, so I was like, okay, WrestleMania, I'll watch it later. Fine. I won't be spoiled. It's still, I didn't have right. internet uh, at the time. Um, so I went home, and my, my roommate's like, it's a good show, bro. Here you go. Uh, five hours. I'm like, excuse me? Yep. <laughs> I'm not yep. Like, yeah, it's a five-hour show. And I'm like, Fuck. motherfucker. I got off at like 1.30, got home at 2. Uh-huh. I didn't finish that show till like 7.30 the next morning. Yeah. And I was like, God, I have to go to bed now and go back to work. But it was cool watching that happen. And it was also surreal watching the Goldberg. The uh, Goldberg. The Goldberg. No, 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 no. Taker, Kane. Was that was good. That's after you got buried weird, alive. Weird, man. Yeah. Just a weird Crazy, event. right? A underestimated mania. 
big show in Seattle. Oh, yeah. Open. No, it's totally, it's slept on. Yeah. But it's good. It's the last good... one at MSG, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is unfortunate. Should have been every 10 years. So let's move on to Devin, your last <sighs> pick. Well, I'm going to do the only thing that's ever made me cry in professional oh, God. wrestling. Oh, oh. oh. Fireplace, where Come. is it? Uh, in professional wrestling. Uh, no, uh, when I was six years old, Uh-oh. so it was March 17th, 2002. Actually, I was five. Uh, when oh, right. the when Hogan, it was building up to 18, is when oh, Hogan yeah. Yeah. fucking hit the rock in the ambulance with the semi-truck. I remember I was so distraught. My mom was fucking yelling at me because I was, like, bawling. Like, Mom, he's dead. She's like, it's not real. I'm That's like, awesome. you fucking bitch. Yes, it is. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I was so upset. I was so hurt because I was such a big rock fan. As hurt as the rock was. It's true. Yeah, I was fucking like my hero just got fucking murdered in front of my face, and I was so upset. I thought it was cool and all, but then I, I, I don't know if I've ever gotten more like angry at a storyline <laughs> than when the rock just comes out with one little piece of tape on his ribs that I'm from this. Down. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like really, yeah. Well, He's got hit with an well, ambulance. The ambulance has exploded. <laughs> on the uh, NustleEntertainment.com, you can hear about the war stories where uh, they beat the fuck out of the rock in a casket, and he comes like he's like all beat to shit. Yeah, yeah. he's run over by a semi truck. Nah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was literally about to make that like same a, joke. They got like a like, toolbox like, uh, from under him with a hammer, yeah, they beat the like fuck out of you in a pipe, <laughs> chain. He he when ta- when uh, rockets beat up in the casket, they show him after he's bloodied and he gets like a broken hand and shit. Fucking rib, a little rib band. Vehicular yeah. manslaughter with a with a with like, a, like an eighteen wheeler. It's not even it's not even DDP tape. <laughs> no, <laughs> should apologize to Mick. It's like he, he nicked sure himself is. while shaving his body. Hogan's <laughs> looking out for Mick Foley. Yeah, should yeah. apologize. He was what you can't if you listen close. He's actually yelling apologize. Should have said I'm sorry, brother. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> that's the one time I've actually been really, really fucking hurt from wrestling. Really, really hurt my heart. Damn. Yep. Does Andy remember that? That specific moment, no. But I had several It just ingrained moments in my mind. Because I just remember it so vividly. Where I also was in awe of what I was watching. I was and so And really struggled to believe if it was real or not. It's fair. Mr. Boobal. Boobal. Last pick. Last pick. Is me? Yes, sir. Yes, daddy. Uh... <laughs> I got a lot, but I think I have to. I have to go with the Montreal Screwjob. I knew it. It's. I, I knew mean, we weren't going to get out of here without that. The Montreal Screw Me. It's Brett Screw Brett. What's crazy about it? It's like it's one of the most infamous moments in wrestling, and in four months' time, it didn't fucking matter anyways. It was so unnecessary. Who knew? God damn it! Who knew the night of the Montreal Screwjob? That it effectively ended Bret Hart's career. Before he knew it. But saved the company. Yeah. And no, gave it a whole new direction. It also... It, it did what its purpose was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But he just wanted the belt back. Kind yeah, of, he, just, he just didn't want... He just wanted the belt, yeah. Kind of ended Owen's career. Yeah. I mean, it started the... Yeah, I mean, it started the... Because that, you know... Bret wasn't there. Bret was... The main reason he wanted rid of Bret wasn't the money. It was the fact that Bret was a huge... He, Brett was the only star he had that was um, verbally saying, look, I don't like the direction this uh, mm-hmm. new show is going in. I don't like the, the ludity and the blah, 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 the, this whole attitude. I don't like it. I don't agree with it. It's bad TV. Um, so I had to get rid of him. 
Yep. Hate to see it. Montreal. You know, it's crazy for the... How... First, you can listen to it here. NoSouthEntertainment.com. Just how it happens. And, like, the match alone... Like, there's a brawl a good even before the match even starts. And, like, I, that's, like, one thing I always, I forgot about. The match is better than Iron Man, I think. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you that look of, yeah, I know. <laughs> that's let's not, let's not relive that again. Yelling, <laughs> yelling at the top of his he lungs. just woke up. It's, like, 2 a.m. over there. He just had eyes opened. Uh. <laughs> but, like, there's a brawl that, that, you know, and it's the brawl that leads McMahon out to the yeah. ring because of the fact of... During the match, it would look really fishy. Yep. If Vince McMahon just walks out with his, you know, with the Stooges and stuff, but if there's a brawl and they fight into the crowd and up the ramp and stuff, and causes the security to come out and ownership and every all of them to come out to have a reason why they're out there, it made perfect sense. Even though, you know, to some people, the screw job. Brett knew. Brett didn't know the fix was in. You know what I mean? Like there's like I think Scott Hall is one of them. So like, oh, if you look at this spot here, Brett knew. So, <clears throat> you know how I said earlier, Joe, for you get the door because it's a little drafting here. You yeah, know, might want to leave that closed. And Corey, I'm glad you're sitting down. Okay. <sighs> I'm starting to lean toward it to work. Really? Right. <sighs> because of Vince Russo, it hurts. It hurts me. Bro, I know. But like. And the point he he brings up, and it's, it's something that never made sense to me, is why the hard cam would pan on him spelling out WCW, like in perfect block like shooting. Yeah, it it does. To that me, I'm does, just like, but that's yeah. weird. Like I know he didn't make the pay per view. Yeah, I was say, it wasn't on. It's not yeah. on pay per view, but they also had a lot of hard outs. Then they couldn't really go overtime. I I like. In my heart, I don't believe that it's a work. I believe it's a shoot. But there's part of me that, like... Uh, you think, Because, yeah. well, here's the thing. Like, so, it's wrestling. It's wrestling. The fucker... God damn it. Even if he didn't murder his brother, is responsible for his brother dying, and Which five is. and a half years later, he's in the Hall of Fame. Glad Lakes, like... <sighs> well, that... It feels worky, that whole relationship. That part, though, that... It was still a little cold when he went into the Hall of Fame, but it's it's the stroke that did it. Yeah. When he almost died and had to relearn how to walk and all that, mm-hmm. he was like, okay, I can't, you know. He, in his own words, he couldn't let the bitterness right. control him anymore. And yeah. So he he, you know, he he worked to make amends. So, um, I would say there's like 10% of me that believes it's a work. I, you know, let's, yeah, and I, I it's it's a shoot. Um, yeah. And let's not forgive WCW here for basically. I found the perfect analogy a little while ago. Uh, it's like if, it's like if the Lakers signed LeBron and then just put him on the bench. Checks out. That's what they did to Brett. Signed uh, him and then just put him on the bench. There you go. In one night, Corey, they did that to Brett and fucked over Sting. Yeah, <laughs> they. I mean, what a target. Let's not. <laughs> That that, that show maybe should go on the list of the worst pay per views of all time just for what it uh, did to the company. Hey, Corey, what what if you rebooked it? What if? <laughs> That's a big what if. Bob. What if Bischoff's uh, hand wasn't perpetually on Hogan's dick? Ooh. And for that, we'll go to Jobin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Perfect segue to Joe. So with my pick, <laughs> hands on dicks. Hands on dick. Soapy dicks. I'm gonna go to the year of '98. 
the month is June. Oh, God. Yep. Yep. 28th. Yep. King of the Ring. Choice of a match. New Mid- the New Midnight Express versus New Age Outlaws. I know right where you're going. <laughs> That's right, dude. <laughs> the new me, baby. Nope. Mankind getting thrown off the cage, going through the cage. Perpetually killing himself shit. almost. This, this, this particular podcast has brought up a lot of moments that have actually pissed me off in wrestling history. Yeah. <laughs> like, of, yeah. Like, I fucking hate Mick Foley for this match. I feel like you need a t-shirt that says, don't piss me off. Just I, wear it to our podcast. Slap nuts. <laughs> um, slap nuts. He just points at the shirt and doesn't say anything. <laughs> uh, Corey, Corey, this is a podcast. We can't this you. Mm-hmm. You just hear me hit Joe over the head with a guitar. <laughs> But you know him uh, being thrown off the off the cage, and you know to some people only what a handful of people knew if the spot was happening. But then the cage legitimately breaking as they do the choke slam off the top, and Undertaker's on top. On Undertaker's lower, on the like top, rising the cage up. Fully not give. It's one of the things of fully not giving a damn about his body. Of he's getting the stretcher job. <laughs> Fake Doctor's out. Terry Funk's out. McMahon's out. Everybody's out. And they're, they're stretching him out. And he gets up and then go, climbs up the With a dislocated cage, shoulder. With dislocated shoulder. And then, like, the facial reaction of Undertaker going, like, what? Okay, I guess we're going back to the top. And then he goes through again. And then I think that is the him falling through the cage is a worse oh, bump than the, the and the uh, chair t- hit him in the fucking face yeah. and knocked his tooth into his nose. Yeah, it's easily the worst bump. But uh, that moment alone, like Zen's brother was here a couple like a couple months ago, and we we wa- I, he wanted to watch that match, and it's just like three, two, and there he goes. Uh, you ain't gonna need him, Corey. Would you hate that Bones moment away. as much as you do if he didn't come out at the end of the night? Yes, because it set a terrible precedent um, for the dangerous shit they've done repeatedly since then, including a guy falling to his death uh, less than a year later. Yep. Uh, really started with this shit. Before this, they had done stupid shit, but nothing this overtly dangerous and risky. But after this, it's like, oh, well, he lived. So, fuck, we can just we can up it even more, pal. Mm-hmm. It's good shit. Brother. Um, so, yeah. No, I fucking hate this match. I... I I, I marked out. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. I was 18 when it happened. I fucking marked out. I thought it was fantastic. Uh, I was like, God damn, he's dead. You know, all those emotions. But looking back now, fuck that. I had a friend who had an old turn knob TV. We found out one day that if you turn it all the way to the what, right, I guess, whatever, uh, we could see pay-per-views in black and white. God damn it. So we watched the first half of the show and pop in black and white. As the match starts and he climbs the cage the first time, it switches the color. We get the whole rest of the show in color. So we saw that match on in color. That's awesome. Damn. I love when for stuff free. like that used to happen. <laughs> I remember watching Scramble Vision for Survivor Series 96. Yep. And right after the Austin Brett match, something flicked and it just went to perfect pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. And it was like, and, and, and then, we watched the last hour. Yeah. And, and then, like, you, yeah. then you guys start doing like the, don't move. Yep. Whatever yeah. you did. Nobody get up. Don't nobody nobody get, move. If you got to uh, pee, hold it. We're I'm, going in all night. I got, a, I got a phone call immediately from a friend. I answer. I'm like, hello. He's like, are you getting the pay-per-view now? Yep. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah, it happened here too. I don't want to move. The (laughs) only pay-per-view that didn't work for us, Starcade 97. Because even It wouldn't come in. (laughs) Even that one's like, you know what? We're not giving that one. Let's double-check this connection here. (laughs) But Mankind, King of the Ring, is up there. 
That's yep. cool. It deserves its place. It does. And the craziness. So, with the last pick, we go to Zen. And I'm going to go back to a fan experience. Devin kind of stole my, my idea. I but, think we're right there. Uh, it is my first Defy show. Yeah. yeah. The first one appeared in Portland. The first that's one. That's on my list. So Devin kind of took mine too. I'll allow it. I'll just, well, yeah, because yeah, mine was the different. The one I actually got to go to. Yeah. Yeah. Bro. That was, yeah. It was yeah, him Corey and Seidel and then Shane and Darby. Corey right? was in the match. He told mm-hmm. us all night. We were like, bullshit. He's in the match. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it was our first experience as a and the drum whole chick was in the match. going in there as uh, indie wrestling fans. I was out of town. I think I was like, going to go with you guys, but I ended up going out of town. Oh, Where, yeah. You were the empty seat. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I had to, Thanks, by the way. I had to go out of town. Uh, so somehow... Was that your... You took my uh, ticket? We got... So, I mean, <laughs> they kept falling everywhere. We got an extra seat somehow. Nobody was missing a seat, but we got an extra one somehow in a row. Yeah, halfway through the show. Like, somebody went through crashing through some shit. We got yeah. an extra seat. That's awesome. <laughs> I had Shaft fly at me. Yep. Uh, kicked me a little bit. Yep. I had Shafts, yeah, when, when we, the last one we went to... Yeah, they started before. I'm pretty sure Biggs was still introdu- introducing, and he fucking hit a suicide dive, and I got Chef's baby oil and in then, my mouth. And then Riddle, was awesome. Riddle was so stoned, he he screwed up his spot with me. Yep, yeah, he did. <laughs> what, your bump, your fist bump, yeah. wasn't a fist bump. He tried. Like, he does fist bumps all the time. Yeah, he bros everybody. So I'm like, bro, because he, he goes for a high five. Because he like, chopped Seidel, and we were like, yeah. fuck. Yeah, and I'm like, bro. Yeah. And he's like, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> I would have been like. But that was, <laughs> that was the show where Darby coffin dropped off the balcony. Yep. And I had a spotlight, so I couldn't see it. I didn't know what happened until later. Until I saw a video the next day on Twitter. I was like, oh, fuck. Ow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, saw Shane Strickland for the first time that show. I was so happy to go. I was Fucking like, Randy Myers had a ring announce because Miggs couldn't be there. Yep. So he that's where we saw him first. Yeah. He did a phenomenal job and then wrestled with that piece of shit Joey yeah, Ryan. Yeah, piece of shit Joey Ryan. What a fucking moment that was, though, dude. Holy Christ, Who, that was a fun moment. The only downside of the night is, as a collective group, we gave him such an ovation. Oh, he like, had to come back. I and, know. Like, he got, a, like, a Joe encore standing ovation, like, that night from Portland. God damn it, man. Who would have thought, right? Who would have thunk? I mean, we Piece all should have seen the writing on the wall. However, in the moment, it was a guy at the pinnacle of his career. Such a good Coming show, to PDX. Uh, it was a lot of fun, and Corey getting to be a part of the show and the madness, uh, getting to be a part of that you know in crowd action. Do you know how nervous I was going into that show? <laughs> really? Because I had talked up Defy, yeah, and I had talked up the indie wrestling experience, yeah. And I was like, "What if this shits the bed?" And they're like, no. "What's the big deal?" Was that your guys' first indie show ever? Yes. Yep. Because it wasn't mine. So yeah. I had been to one, so I knew. I mean, unless you count watching a wrestling show at Willamaline. Yes. I mean, that counts. Well, yes, well, I do. Well, well, hang on. So, first off, <laughs> I, I was playing City League basketball. Humble, right? And I can take you all. I can take you Average four and two. cross you up. You're getting Four and two. Anyway, they... We would be warming up, and then like 20%. next in the see-through glass, there would be like a the the indie wrestling. Fuck yeah, dude! But like, Zen Zen and my our old roommate would be like watching it from like the other side as like the security were like, "Hey, you guys can't watch." As they're are like, you gonna okay. stop me from moving yeah. my head? Yeah, get Fuck you. Okay, fine. Glass, and and then like shit. then they move from like one like move one foot like one foot left and like all right, we're still watching. All you have to do is go around the other way, and they'll yeah. let you sit there. So. Yeah. 
there were a few shows where there was no security. They were just letting whoever come in and watch. Oh, yeah. Uh, I remember mm-hmm. this one wrestler was getting into an argument with someone that was um, mentally <laughs> handicapped. Oh, and I was fuck. just like, oh, my God, this person is just going into it. Yep. And the kid was giving it back. Hell yeah. Hell he yeah. was saying, you better break your neck. Like, it, it, it was terrible. And then there was... <laughs> favorite wrestler's D-Lo. There was a stretcher moment. There was a stretcher <laughs> moment, and the kid was just going bananas. Hell yeah. He's uh, like, fuck yeah, I told you, motherfucker. He's like, New Jack, we even, motherfucker. was my wrestling experience, and so uh, going to a show like Defy was totally different. It, it opened my eyes. And what's crazy is like... When we got there, like, maybe 10 minutes into the show, it was like, the crowd from, like, a, like outside looking in is, like, dude, bro, like, fraternity, like, all these fucking Except people. for next to me. Except for next to Corey. There were, like, these six, like, college chicks. Yep. Yeah, I remember. Who, I don't you know. Well, well, they, they, well. They, they seemed to go there kind of as a lark. Yeah. Or it was just kind of like a, how they ended Something up. Something to do. I don't know. Defy, I don't know. Yeah. And they got progressively weirder as the night went on because they were drinking uh, like crazy. But so like the they, like the weird dichotomy of like that's what the crowd seems like, but then at some point there's like a no means no chant. It's like pro like sexual independence. Like it's, it's a super fucking weird. weird crowd. Brian Cage uses a shake weight. Accurate. But no, uh, going into the side that crowd. blew my mind. Like that was on my list, and I've been to every Portland Defy show there has been. I've been to, we went to one in Seattle. It's like, it's all, um, fuck yeah, I will. That's a humble burger. And it's it's worth it, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's just with this shitty year going. Defy, we love you. Come back to Portland. When you you can. Come to Eugene. When you can. Eugene, when you can. I've become Uh, a total Northwest indie guy mm -hmm. again. Uh, With IWTV, I've went back and watched every pal. I watch ECCW. um, Oh, until that, the, the owner was outed and the speaking out thing but doa defy uh, um if it's prestige prestige uh yeah i try to catch like i go back and try to catch like all the stuff i can oh yeah like uh, zen wants to go to any indie show that's in town mm-hmm. however it's just like eastern oregon so it's like how long is the drive like a two, three hour drive very it's long. like do we really want to go for to see you know, like four people in zen does but you zen know zen's not the one driving I like her good moxie. Um, I think that makes Joe a little bitch. Uh, okay, rude. <laughs> I'm a brag. So let's... Uh, Hot herbals? Uh, no. Uh, recap first. Uh, recap. Wait. Calm your tits. God damn it. Your so fireplace is at home. Don't worry. All right. The magic fireplace. Oh, these moments. I've tried, dude. I just fucking hit my head into it, and it doesn't do it this time. Producers in went first. Took uh, China as the 30th entrant in the 1999 Royal Rumble. Then it got demasculated pretty quickly. The Rock returns to Portland. We just held hands, Joe. Jesus, you didn't even ask me what happened. The Stephanie and Test Wedding. And the first Portland Defy show. Mm -hmm. Fuck yeah, it's a good list. Joe, you took Undertaker losing at WrestleMania. Uh, The Canadian Stampede main event. NWO mocking the four horsemen in the ring. It would be an honor. Mick Foley at the King of the Ring 98. I went next. Uh, I took Hulk Hogan hulking up against The Rock at WrestleMania 18. 
Cena Punk's entrance at Money in the Bank in 2011. Goldberg versus Hogan on Nitro. And the Montreal Screwjob. Devin's up next. He took CM Punk's pipe bomb. Seth Rollins cashing in at WrestleMania 31. Uh, his first Defy show. That's the MGF appearance. MFJ. MFJ. And Hogan hitting Rock with an ambulance. Weird turn. <laughs> Corey finished it up. Hogan is the third man. Bash at the Beach 96. Hogan, Andre, stare down at WrestleMania 3. Miss Elizabeth reunites with Macho Man. Finishing it off with Eddie and Benoit celebrating to end WrestleMania 20. I got some good honorable mentions. All right. Should, uh, Zen, you got any? No, she had four. <laughs> I mean, I do only have four, but the only other thing on my actual list was the strip poker from 97 Raw. There you go. Wow. That was good. Uh, uh, so I had a lot. Uh, Becky Lynch posing with the broken nose. Uh, some some of my dumb my some some of my funny mentions. R Truth thinking that he's Money in the Bank. He's in the Money in the Bank, and Cage Kane's like, "You're not even in the match." Uh, R Truth putting the ladder in the Royal Rumble match. Uh, Mankind getting attacked, and The Rock passes him, and Mankind's like, "Hey, Rock." Do this one for the Micker. And The Rock's like, who the hell's the Micker? Uh, Hogan, it's not hot. When he touches a water, like a water fountain, it's not hot. I've uh, never heard of that. What is that? He gets, he, Hogan gets sent to the Dungeon of Doom, and there's like a little, like a fountain, and he like, he reaches in and touches it, and he goes, ah, it's not hot. Those are some of the most cringeworthy. Yes. Dude, we should, one of us should have picked Hogan and Savage with the bum on the beach. Oh, yeah. Oh, the fucking God. homeless bum playing the guitar. This is my type of guy. <laughs> uh, uh, and then my final one is for the, from the Monday Night War Stories, which, which you can listen to here at NoSolentainment.com. It's when Sting leaves when Alex Wright shows up. <laughs> That's yeah. so awesome. Hell, yeah. Fuck it, I'm out of here. Yeah. All right. Life's too short. Yeah. I'm going to go next. Rick Rude Wait, also on both shows. You're not going to have some of mine. Uh, okay. Went to bed. Austin coming out tonight. Foley wins the title. That was pop history that wrestling. Pop, yeah, that pop is nuts. Uh, that was said. Uh, Cena returning at the Rumble in 08. I thought about putting that one on there. Vince buys WCW, the promo on Raw, where he, the, he actually says the I now own WCW. The words. Uh, October 2nd, 2019. Friday Night SmackDown. Debuts on Fox. Uh, May 23rd, 1999. Yeah. Uh, Scott Hall walks on the Nitro. Yes. For May 27th. That was my, 96. that was my next one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I like the next three here. Uh, Chris Jericho appearing at Wrestling Kingdom. Yes. That was. That was awesome. Crazy. We were up all night for that. <laughs> yeah. Here in this room. Uh, Jerry Lawler's heart attack. Yeah. On Raw. Wow. I remember, I watched that live. This last one is specifically for Corey. And Joe, uh, who are you to doubt, Al Dandy? Thank you. Yes, that's awesome. <laughs> um, I put NXT TakeOver Portland, my first TakeOver. I thought it was awesome. Uh, super kick into the pedigree, into the kick out. That, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Hardys returning at WrestleMania 33, I popped for that. Dude, the, in this yes. room, we popped. Hard. I was so yeah. fucking happy Holy for that. Holy fuck. Uh, I put the Young Fucks versus Hangman Adam Page and Twinkle Toes McFinger Bang at, <laughs> at Revolution. <laughs> Uh, take a losing the streak, 
And then just two for, you know, fun. Uh, Chris Benoit doing the right thing. And, uh, God damn it. Uh, Alexa Bliss getting those hands. God damn it. <laughs> There's that. Uh, Corey? I only had two. One was going to be Scott Hall walking. And Alexa Bliss and, getting those hands. Uh, <laughs> that's three then. Just two of those. And then the other one I didn't do because I didn't know if any of you would even know what I was talking about. But uh, from WWF Superstars of Wrestling in November 91. No. Uh, <laughs> Can't say half. <laughs> Macho Man Randy Savage gets goaded to the ring by Jake the Snake. Oh, the snake. Who then gets the King Cobra the snake. to bite Savage. Yep. I believe fuck. this was shown on Saturday morning, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it scared the fuck out of like 90 million children. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe just think of one. Uh, Marty Gennetti going through the barbershop window. Marty Gennetti what killing him. Marty Gennetti murdering coward. a man. Look, Look at that, that coward. coward. <laughs> Look at that coward. He tried to escape. Uh, you know, Bobby Heenan again so fucking I had I had uh, WCW's last show, AEW's first show. Yeah. Uh, I you know um, DX invading WCW. What if they let the doors stay open? Bischoff says he regrets it. Festival friendship. Why is my name on the list? That was great. Yeah, that was so great. I went to the, yeah, we, there was a Raw oh. in Portland like two weeks before, or the week before that. It's not another one. Huh. Uh... Kane and Daniel at the therapy session. Oh. Where Kane talks about having an unhealthy urge to hurt Pete Rose. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> where they're like, explain your story, Kane, and Daniel Bryan's like, this is not a good idea. <laughs> well, my parent, my uh, my parents were set on fire with my older brother. Uh, my I'm a legitimate bastard from the bear. The uh, you know, just like the montage. I have an like, obsession. It's like it's like a nom story, and, and like it, everyone's just like broken at the and end. And it ends with him choke slamming Scorpio Sky. Yep, yep. <laughs> Checks out. But no, I do the I do remember the. Fuck yeah! Dude. I just talked about because I'll, I'll just say this. I was talking with my lover from work, lover. and it's yeah. just like as we watch the war stories and stuff, which you listen to here at NerdstoneEntertainment.com. And, like, you talk about it, like, Kane and Foley are, like, really under underrated mm-hmm. for what they've done. Particularly he Kane. literally hates right. it. Partic- yeah, literally hates that. But, like, Kane, <laughs> 20 years with that character and the way he could be able to change it like Undertaker has and the shape. And the fact w- that they gave him some of the worst fucking oh. shit to, yes. to go with. But I A lot of moments. A lot of moments. A lot of moments. So this brings an end to my reign as commissioner. But when one dynasty falls, another one takes place. So, Mr. Booble, you're in charge next week. So, what are we drafting since no one knows? I will tell you the topic. I will tell you the rules off air because. mm. Okay. The topic is movie sequels you think are better than the original. Okay. Fuck, that's hard. Mm -hmm. Oh, I I got like. We'll see. I think I'm good. We'll see. I think I'm good. We'll Hot out. damn. Oh, that's going to be fun. I don't think it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you pick it. I don't oh, think yeah. It. Fuck it. Oh, that's going to be fun for me. No. Get to hit the hammer. Easy there, compadre. No, Dodger. Because uh, Booble has to feel that they're better, too. That's the rule. Accurate. Oh, <laughs> well, I have to agree. <laughs> Suck. Suck mine no. <laughs> up. So back to the future, too. Got it. You got it. <laughs> He he would just say here like yeah all out and like you can go straight to hell you never seen those <laughs> <Check> yeah. <laughs> so uh, tune in next week tune in next week for that's my pick where you can find at nocellentertainment.com where we have written words so, like that's my opinion by Mike Poobel that's me the Dekai Sensei by Jeff Mack new one the retrograde by the Human Wrestling Database Corey a Mack of, a lot of Summer Slams a lot of Summer Slams 
And something called and some New Japan in there Tuesday Super Tuesday Banana cream I don't know Banana cream pie We have podcasts uh, like the one you just heard That's mm-hmm. my pick We also have the Gang Reviews The No Sell Podcast The Monday Night War Stories I don't know if you know that By this podcast by now But that is a podcast uh, The Pay Per View War Stories The Thundercast And I believe that's it And maybe what if uh, Someday We all have social medias That we do uh, You can follow Lou Zen at Producer Zen Booble At MT Booble Devin Fireplace Devin no, uh, At Devin Dolig uh, Corey? That portal man. <laughs> at Lexi does not get those hands. <laughs> <laughs> or that kayfabe guy. You can follow me at that Joe Lussell. You can follow the No Cell Entertainment at No Cell ENT. You can follow, like, subscribe, all that good stuff on iTunes, Facebook, SoundCloud, Instagram, Twitter, Twitter, sometimes YouTube, sometimes YouTube and hopefully, hopefully Spotify. Spotify. Boom. Oh. But you can go to He's Spotify. Back. You can go to Spotify and listen to our One Hit Wonders. No NSE presents One Hit Wonders. Uh, follow, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle, thumbs wherever you want. And, and mostly in his, and Devin's butt. Uh, but like always, but, but. <laughs> but, but like always, Corey goes through the portal first. She does not want those hands.